Welcome in to Grow Your Know, brought to you by Kelly's Green. We're live here in the studios at 103.9 FM, W-Y-A-B. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Clay. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing fantastic on this happy Tuesday morning. How was your weekend? It was good. It was good. Uh, it was not long enough as as never, but uh, <laughs> I actually took it easy this weekend and just hung out at the house Friday and Saturday night, I believe. And um, I misbehaved a little Friday night, but <laughs> paid for it Saturday. Paid for it Saturday. <laughs> paid for it Saturday. And then what, Mother's Day Sunday. So yes. uh, hung out with the moms and uh, did a few things around the house and back at it. Yeah, so. man, I had a great day Sunday. It was a great day. It was a great Mother's Day. So. Right. As a, as, a, as a mother and a, and a grandmother, you know, you get to kind of double dip a little. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Thanks to my kids and my husband and my grandbaby and my family. Just, man, we had a, a great day. It was a great day for sure. Good stuff. And we've got John, right? Yes. we got John back How in the studio with us today. Hey, John. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> well, your show did really well on the podcast downloads, the, the, the THC question and all that. Yeah. You know, I think that's an interesting topic. and. Yeah, you have a wealth of knowledge on this stuff, so it, it definitely makes for very interesting uh, radio. Yeah, he'll do in a tight. <laughs> Thanks. I've been studying a long time, you know. I, you know, I think at the end of the day, of course, he's super knowledgeable. That's why he's here. That's absolutely. why he's part of our team. Well, you know, at the, at the end of the day, what I've learned through through my show and podcasts and all this that and the others, people really like learning about stuff they don't know about. Yeah. You know, stuff they're interested in. And I, you bring that to the table, and that's the whole point of this Grow Your Nose stuff is to be an educational that's platform, right. and it really is that. I mean, it's, it's, it's fun to watch. I, I know when I do, like, my history lessons on Jackson and stuff like that, tell people about stuff that used to be here and this, that, and the other, those are the shows that get the most positive feedback. Over right. my, all my ranting and raving and everything else, they may do bigger numbers, but I get more feedback from the shows where people learn something. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I love to learn. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was one of those people that I guess I'm sort of a nerd. I guess you know I loved school. I've grown into a nerd. I did not yeah. love school. Yeah, I, I, well, no, I didn't like when we talk about. You know, I did like if if somebody said, "Hey, what do you want to do? Like, what could you do?" If you just said, "Hey, you know, you don't have to worry about anything else, but just what do you want to do other than like be with my family, obviously." But I would, I would probably be like, "I want to go back to school." I, I, you know, there are so many things I would like. I would, I would go back to school for. I just, I don't know. I like that. I like learning, I and mean, even in an, an unconventional environment. I mean, I don't mean it has to be like. A university or a college or whatever. I mean, I just enjoy learning. So. I want to learn what I want to learn about. I don't want to That's learn. Right. I don't like. I don't want to go to <laughs> business school and have to learn, take a biology course. Okay, right. well, I mean that's fair, <laughs> you know, and, and and stuff like that. Like I did the pre prereqs to get to where I wanted to go. Just was the reason I didn't finish. Right, you know. But but if you tell me here's a course like a uh, a, voc- a vocational course or a right. specific yeah course like I, I love taking one like the hillsdale college and taking their online courses and stuff like that because i can go learn about the specific thing i want to learn about right I don't, I don't have to go to x y and z to hit abc yeah yeah so. and i don't think an online you know you mentioned it online i'm i'm like a i can do it online like i've done online stuff but um but man i'm like a i much prefer like being in oh, yeah. a classroom hands on. hands on or or like i said it didn't have to be a a classroom or a an academic setting it could be mm-hmm. any setting but sure. yeah i'm definitely like a hands-on uh person that wants to see the application of something well i like going to workshops and stuff like that and yeah you know like when i first got into sales i went to a ton of sales workshops and stuff and it was having to learn a new career yeah and, uh, like that when you get a, when you have a good teacher 
you know, it makes learning a lot easier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you can apply things into real-world scenarios, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. So what are we talking about today? Oh, my gosh. I mean, we're going to talk about some good stuff. We've got a good show. We're going to um, – I want to mention the process for work permit. I want to go back to our event for just a sec. Not, mm-hmm. I won't go long on that. But we've had some questions about that particular event and about the work process, work permit process. So I just wanted to revisit that very quickly. We're going to pick back up. Um, where we left off last week, too. We're going to talk about the entourage effect. It's uh, a party. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then we're going to talk about different types of uh, products that are available in a medicinal market. Um, so, yeah, and uh, John is going to help us out a lot on that uh, because he's super knowledgeable and we're super glad to have him here. Um, but, yeah, so we've got a great show. Um, I want to go back to the work permit. So uh, we talked about it last week. Yeah, I find a, this. I find that strangely interesting. <laughs> it was so. It was so good. You know, we were really didn't know what to expect because, like I said, it was we were the first to do that. Like, there's been a couple job fairs, but no one in the state has done a work permit application event where you actually apply for work permits on site and. Um, and like I said, we had some hiccups. We had a bottleneck at one point, but uh, we figured it out. And, um, and it was just a great event. And, and we figured out we had a total of about 60 people come through, um, which was really, I think, phenomenal. We really didn't know what to expect. And so... Yeah, I know. It's, it's such a... And when you're trying to promote something on radio and online and you don't know what what people are going to do and stuff, I... I when you told me the turnout, I know I was happy. I had two or three people that I personally knew that heard about it on the show that went down there. Yep. I thought that was really cool, you know, yeah. so I'm glad it was a success. Yeah, it was. When we, to- we, we we finally totaled it up, like, this past week, working on everything, just finalizing everything. And, um, and it was about 60 people that actually came through. And I think we had 45 to 50 actual job applications that mm-hmm. were put in. Yeah. And then um, – and around that same number of work permit applications, we had mm-hmm. some people that showed up that already had work permits, and that was fantastic. Um, and we've we, already we even had a couple of stragglers that came in afterwards that couldn't make it to the job fair, that couldn't you know that couldn't be there that Saturday, but yeah. it still started the process for us, right? And we were able to get them you know through the application and whatnot. Yeah, so it was it was a great turnout. Um, but we had I had some questions this week about. You know, I wasn't able to get to the event, and so, but I really want to get my work permit. I really want to work in the industry. And so, you know, what we've been trying to tell people is that um, it, it, uh, it is an online process, but it's not particularly burdensome. Like, once you sort of know what to do. I think a lot of the questions were people just didn't know what to expect or what to do. So um, I just wanted to go through just very quickly and sort of say what to expect when you want, your, when you want to get your work permit. Um, it's, it, uh, it is a process, but it's really, like I said, not that difficult. Um, you know, the first thing that you do, you can find the portal. Um, so the portal is with Mississippi Department of Health and that same portal controls everything. So, you know, you're going to do your work permits and your patient cards and your business licenses all go through, um, the Mississippi Department of Health. Well, they've gotten, I don't know who took over their website development for the state. But mm-hmm. from the health department to the Department of Revenue, it's become so much more streamlined and easy to use. In the car business, I use the DOR site uh, yep. for titles and power of attorneys and all these other things. And it has become very streamlined and way, way easier to use. And I'm, I'm assuming the Department of Health is similar 
now. Well, as easy and streamlined as something that complicated can be. Sure. Yeah. No, I think, and I think, you know, I think they're doing a good job. I mean, it's, it's a lot, you know, everybody has to remember. I know that we're frustrated. They actually listen and take feedback and, that's right. and apply it. That's that, right. And for a state to do that, it, that says that's, a lot. That, that does say a lot. You make a great point. At the beginning, of course, we're going to have hiccups because it's brand new. Um, but I think that the the biggest thing, the biggest thing to take away from that is that, hey, we give them feedback and they they act on it and they fix the problems. And so that's been our experience for the most part, I think, when you say, John. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been very receptive every time I've called. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, you know, I, we've had a, it's been a good experience for us. But, but the, you're business partners, whether you want I, to be or not. A hundred percent. So yeah. you, you might as well, you know, figure out a way to work together. That's right. That's right. Um, so for the work permit process, so the, the first thing you're going to, so you can go on the online to the Mississippi Department of Health and, um, and, and then you go to medical cannabis, or I think it's called, maybe, I think it's called medical cannabis is how mm-hmm. they have it or medical marijuana. I can't remember. I'm not looking at the screen right now, but, um, and you go through you, that link and then it takes you to the portal and the portal gives you, uh, like you can, it says new registration or new user or existing user. So if you've never logged on to the portal, what you'll do is go to new user. And it's literally like one page of some information like your name, your email address, perhaps your address. And at that point, you create a password. And so, um, and it's, that literally takes probably 10 seconds. I mean, honestly, if you know your name... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know that some people are not sure, but if you know your name. Use your full government name, too, by the way, not your nicknames. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, and I'm not even trying to be funny on no, this I one, know, but, but like the difference in Clayton and Clay. Right, sure. right, right, yep. right, right. Use your full name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not sure what you were talking about, but then I, I, that's, that, that's a valid <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, not your yeah. street names either. <laughs> L- little or big or any of that. <laughs> So, yes, yeah, so that's going to take literally just, I mean, it's so fast. And so then you, um, you, you submit that, and then they send you an email verification that you click on and verify that that's you. So that's the first part. And it literally takes, and honestly, that was the part that gave us a little bit of a hiccup because it was a two-step process. So you'd have to get somebody registered, and then you would have to have them step back, check their email, and then come back up. Although that they, the, the email is almost automatic, so we didn't have anybody, at least that I was helping. There were three of us actually doing the online stuff. So, But there wasn't anybody that didn't get their email pretty quickly. Um, and then once you get that email, you log back onto the system, and it is literally like four pages or four tabs. So the first one is your personal information that you've already entered when you, and you, honestly, I don't even, I'm not sure mm-hmm. why they ask it again, but you just fill it out again. And some of it is auto, auto populated, mm-hmm. but it's like your name, your address and those sorts of things. That takes just a second. You go to the next page um, and it is an attestation page. Literally it's asking you um, like four or five questions about have you been convicted of a disqualifying disqualifying felony those things that we already know of that takes you know two seconds to answer because you you know you know all those answers it's it's not a tricky test (laughs) you already know those the next page is the documents page where you upload your um so it's your uh your government issued id which for most people is a driver's license but whatever i mean you can get a you know if you don't have a driver's license you just go get a government government issued id it's your proof of residence um, it's your picture, and your picture has to be with a white background and sort of a neutral look on your face. 
Um, which I mean, I guess, I don't know. That's, you know, that's, that's up to discretion. You don't want cat ears like we've talked about. (laughs) That's with no filter. (laughs) Um, so you've got your, your, your ID, your proof of residence, your picture, and, um, gosh, what am I leaving out? What am I, what's, uh, uh, affidavit. Oh, oh my gosh. The most important. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks, John. (laughs) So there is a, um, an affidavit. That uh, probably the most the trickiest part of the process. It is, is because is you're making an agreement with the state and you have to get it notarized. That's right. And then it has to be uploaded to your portal as well. That's um, right. So that is that is kind of the tricky part. And that's yeah. why we brought the notary. Well, that's in, why we had that we had the affidavits and we brought the notary in. Um, but John is right that that does t- you, you do you are going to have to go get that notarized yeah. um, and have it you know ready to upload. And if. If you don't mind, Kelly, I'd like to touch on the uh, proof of residence piece, too. Yeah, that absolutely. Big, that was a big point of confusion sure. for a lot of our applicants. Sure. Um, you know, typically proof of residence is a power bill or something that has your address on it and your name. Um, one of the nice things about Mississippi is we are accepting out-of-state workers. Um, so if someone is from another state that wants to work in cannabis in Mississippi, uh, you can do that. And basically, they're just asking that you upload your driver's license twice. Um, yeah. So if you don't have proof of residence in Mississippi, just upload your driver's license or another government form of right. ID or a form of government ID um, and run that in twice. Yeah. Uh, it's not it's not a stopping point for anybody that wants their permit. Right. Yeah. So yeah. so proof of residence, that's, that's a great point, John, is not necessarily proof of Mississippi residence. It's right. just proof. Of, I think I, I think the intent, I mean, I, I haven't, I, this is my opinion, you know, is to make sure you are who you are mm-hmm. and that your, your information lines up, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily that you, you reside here in Mississippi, but right. um, just to make sure that all of your, everything that, you know, all of your information is, is accurate and is, you are who you say you are and all that good stuff. And um, and then uh, the last, so that's the last of that page. And then the next page is just a review page where you go through everything, make sure it's right, and then you submit it. I think it's $25. Um, you also need to have a fingerprint card that you um, that you mail into the Department of Health. And uh, like we had those as well. We had the fingerprint cards and the person there to take fingerprints. Um, so we had all that. Um, but it's not a difficult process. I think we have to take a break. So uh, we will be right back. And this is Grow Your Note, brought to you by Kelly's Green. All right. Welcome back into Grow Your Note with Kelly's Green with uh, Kelly Williams. And is John Enter? Is that right? Enders. 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 Hey, not bad to go a whole week and only get one letter wrong on a name. That That's is, right. I am exceeding expectations. It's not a normal letter either. Most people get the first letter wrong. So, yeah, I will, I will take that. Well, look, I am going to pass the mic to these two and let them uh, talk, and I'm going to sit back and listen. So enjoy the rest of Grow Your Know with Kelly's Green. <laughs> Thanks, Clay. Um, yeah, so before our break, we were talking about um, the work permit process. And I think we really sort of, I think I got through all of the tabs on that and the, the, um, the fingerprint card. Um, but it is a, it, it's a, so, so in, of course, you know, you can always reach out if you have questions. We're always happy to answer questions about that and help people get their work permits to work in the industry. Um, it's a great industry. And uh, everybody that I've met in the industry, honestly, I mean, there are, of course, there are bad actors in every industry. There are bad apples, right? Sure. Um, but honestly, I think I've met some great people, and I think most of the people here are great people. 
like in the industry. I mean, I think, I think so too. I think I, most people in Mississippi are great people, but in the industry in particular, um, I think cannabis so. has a way of kind of like drawing like-minded individuals in together, and they're generally compassionate people that are self-aware and they love the product, so they're willing to work really hard for it. Right. Um, and yeah, Mississippi is no different. The you know the air inside our grow is just electric. It's a little it it's a little different than most places you would go to work because everybody loves the product, right? And they want to see something new come to light, right? You know, we, yeah. We kind of know we're doing something good for the world. Fant- yeah, yeah. I, th- I love that. I love that. It, it does feel good to to get up in the morning, and I mean, it's not without its challenges, obviously, but it does. Feel- <laughs> if you can see, sorry, if you can see my face right now. <laughs> Oh, it's easy. It's without its challenge. You know, no we've challenge. only got to hire 35 <laughs> people in the next two weeks, you know. Uh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's great. And so, yeah, so get out there. If you want to work in the industry, if you feel like you want to change, and um, then now's the time because it's, uh, it's great. It's a great industry to be in. And uh, I'm excited to be in it for sure. Um, another great thing that's happening that I want to remind people is – um, so people are getting their patient cards. Woo-hoo. Woohoo! That's right, man. Yeah. Like it, that's awesome. So we see that um, those numbers trending up. I think right now, I you know don't hold me to this, but I think it's about uh, thirty five hundred a month right now. And um, and you know what that says to me is that <laughs> people are are uh, on their way to mitigating suffering. Mm-hmm. People are on their way to finding a medicinal product that um that can help them you know and that's exciting that's just exciting to have a uh we just talked about what a great industry it is to work in and now we get to talk about you know what a great industry it is for people um you know who could really benefit from it and is it going to be for every single person that ever tries it well probably not because nothing is but um but yeah give it a chance at least but give it a chance yeah 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 i mean you know um yeah, I think everybody should. And so, so now I just always want to come back and say, get your card, get your card. Now is the time to get your patient card. Um, meet with your doctor. And, um, and we know that we've got over to, I, I want to, I know I, I, I mean to look at this no, at these numbers every week before we get on the air and I always forget, but it's over 230 certifiers in the state. So, um, that's awesome. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. So you should be able to get certified um, close by, uh, in the state. So anywhere you live in the state, you should have a physician or a certifier close to you that you can visit. So, um, do you want to reiterate about the guns thing? I know it's a hot topic. It is a hot topic. In Mississippi, especially. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, that's, it's something, you know, that's, that's, it's part of, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to overspeak here for all of Mississippians, but I can tell you for myself, I am a Mississippian born and raised, been here my whole life. I'm sure I will be here for my whole life. <laughs> so I'm a I'm a creature of habit. So uh but yeah, you know, it's it's who we are. It's in our identity. Sure. Um and uh and it's important. And sure. so I, I always want to reiterate that from a from a state standpoint, um, you know, there is protection for gun owners and uh and people, you know, to purchase guns. You can't discriminate against somebody in Mississippi for medical marijuana, and that includes someone's ability to um buy or possess a gun. This um, is medicine. Everyone, is medicine. this is medicine. And when you get your card, this is your medicine. That's right. And 
There's all kinds of legalities that go into what people are allowed to tell you what to do with your medicine. That's right. That's right. Um, and just remember that. If yeah. You, if you need this medicine and it makes your life better, you can fight for it. You can. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, you know, the other part is, um, is, is the, other, the other piece to that is the federal piece. And that, that is the, that's the area that is, um, if there, there, that is confusing, that has caused the confusion. Um, and, and it's because of the, I think it's the 1962 Gun Rights Act. Um, there is some language in there that requires that um, when you purchase a gun uh, from, a, from a dealer or, or well, not, not from a dealer, from, a, from certain vendors, there is a an information sheet that you're required to fill out that asks you about um, drug use, uh, illegal drug use in particular. And since uh, marijuana is still a Schedule One and is uh, federally illegal, um, that's when the tricky part comes in. So, um, but that being said, we now have had this issue taken up um, by three different federal judges. Um, two of those judges, one in Oklahoma and one in Texas, found that the language, and uh, in particular, was was frankly unconstitutional. Um, that it that it did in fact violate the Second Amendment, and so um, and those are federal judges uh, finding that making those rulings. So um, so yeah, we are on the right track, and it really only impacts a very narrow uh, sect of, of of people, and that's people who would buy a, a gun from like you know a particular certain I, I i use walmart i, I don't mean to like i, I don't want to get called out i'm not saying anything about walmart <laughs> no, i don't want to go to war with walmart but, yeah registered <laughs> yeah. National yeah. i'm just gun talking dealer. that's right that's yeah. right a registered national gun dealer and I, I just use them because they're so big everywhere but but yeah so um but doesn't stop me from from uh, i could if john has a gun he wants to sell me absolutely i can do it uh, if I want to go to a gun show or whatever, there are so many things that it does not impact. It is a very small piece that it actually impacts. And that particular piece is being addressed by our federal courts um, in, in as we move forward. So, yes, so it's important. Get the facts. I think that's the most, I think that's the get big takeaway. Get the facts. Yep. Get your ed- Get educated on it and get the facts. Um, nobody's coming to take your guns. And so that's, it's, that's, that's it's not that happening. Was, it's not happening. That is correct. So, um, absolutely. Um, so great point. Um, and, uh, sorry, so get big your, tangent there, I know. but I know it's an important one when it's it comes an, to people getting their med cards. It's, right. it's the number one bit of contention that I get right. when I talk, talk to people in that's Mississippi. Right. You, you can't overstate hey, it. I like my gun. Right. I don't want to lose my gun. Right. Right. And it's like, well, I've got guns. Right. Yeah, no, it's 100%. Um, so I want to talk about, I know we're going to, we, we do this every week. We always <laughs> talk about stuff. We're going to, um, we, that we want to, I want to talk about the entourage effect a little bit. I know we talked about it some last week, but I want to talk about it a little bit more this week um, because I think it's so fascinating. Um, you know, last week we did a show on, the misconception of, uh, uh, I think we called it, why is, th- why is THC not important right. or not as important sure. that, as you think it is? Um, and uh, we talked about potency and, uh, and that that's not the only thing. So, you know, everything works together when we talk about cannabis. And, it, and, it's, and we had a, uh, all the cannabinoids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we call it the? Entourage effect. The entourage effect. Using um, a very white ver- voice there. 
Thank you, John. Um, I think we got to take a break uh, real quick. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about the entourage effect, and we're going to mention some medicinal products. Sure. Uh, yeah. So we'll be right back. This is Grow Your No, brought to you by Kelly's Green. Welcome back to Grow Your No, brought to you by Kelly's Green. I am Kelly, and I'm here today with John Enders. Howdy. He's part of the Kelly's Green Dream Team. Hey. <laughs> um, and we're talking about lots of fun stuff. I won't, I won't waste a lot of time. <laughs> I want to get to our follow-up. Um, I want to mention one thing. We were talking about veterans during the break, but I won't go down this. But I do. It's so important um, that... Uh, it's just so important to to um, we've had so much interest from veterans. And so if you're a veteran and you want to work in the industry, go get your work permit. And if you're a veteran and you need to uh, you think you'd be a good candidate for uh, a medical card, um, go see your physician or go see a physician, uh, but a certifying physician and and, uh, and do that. Because um, in the other markets that we've seen, this has been um, been a great a great fit for, for veterans in, in a lot of the other states. And so, um, and this is uh, Memorial May. We've got Memorial Day coming up at the end of the month. And um, we were just talking about, I was watching the Smithsonian Channel <laughs> the other day, and they had uh, Memorial May on talking about the different um, the different military um, stuff. And one of the ones they did was Black Hawk Down, with the, the, the actual mm-hmm. story that the movie was based on and some other stuff. It was great, great information. Really uh, brings home you know, the sacrifice that veterans make and, um, and, uh, just how much, you know, we should appreciate them. And so, yeah, um, it was great. And uh, I just wanted to mention that, but before we go down there, I and mean, we could talk about that for a whole show. Hey, uh, my whole family was, were Marines. Yeah. So, well, there yeah, you go. I could go on that for there you days. Go. Um, but I want to talk about the entourage, the, the entourage, entourage effect. effect, um, that we talked about a little bit. And I want to talk about in the context of, um, of maybe some medicinal products as well, sure. not just flour. Sure. Um, so let's recap what the entourage effect is, just so we can. Um, yeah. No. Uh, so put some so context uh, to it. Yeah, we refer to the entourage effect as the uh, the impact that cannabis cannabis products have on the human body uh, and the human mind. But it's not, you know, it's not just the THC that does this to you. There's a, there's a wide variety of terpenes that, that are produced inside the plant. And all of those can have a different effect on the human body. Um, I think one we talked about last week was linalool, mm-hmm. uh, which is a common terpene found in lavender. Yep. And people have been using lavender for hundreds of years to calm down. And right. rest. Right. Um, you know, there's there there are other terpenes involved in the or inside the cannabis plant through different strains that might rejuvenate you or help you with energy production. There are terpenes that have antibacterial properties um, that can help you fight off infections, mm-hmm. you know, and all of these things have been used in natural medicine for years and years and years. Right. But not with the cannabis plant. And, you know, it's really the way these terpenes and the cannabinoids blend together that really give you the medicinal effect of a certain strain or a certain medicine that you might be using. Right. If you want to go to, if you need help going to sleep at night, you want something with this 
specific set of terpenes. Mm -hmm. If you need something to help you focus and stay energized throughout the day, or if you're having problems with depression, you would want something with a different grouping of terpenes. Um, all of them are present in just about every strain or every plant, mm -hmm. but some are just more, uh, I guess, present in higher numbers. Right, just more pronounced. And, yeah. and, and with that way, uh, the distinguishing factor would be strains, perhaps. Like strains. One, one particular strain may have sure. a... Uh, I know I know every plant is different. So even when you have plants that are in the same strain, there are going to be some variation there. Absolutely. But a, a big distinguishing would be like, you know, a particular strain may have, typically uh, you may see levels of, of whatever you're looking for in one particular strain. Sure. And that varies in difference from another another strain. Is Absol that right? Absolutely. Yeah, I know that was absolutely. like clear as mud the way I explained that. You know, that. Gives them, that gives the different strains their flavor. It gives right. uh, the different strains their different, you know, their differences in buzz. Um, and also their medicinal effect. Um, you know, a lot of the thin leaf terpenes, a lot of the sativa-based terpenes, the one that would, would energize you, mm -hmm. um, they tend to have a lot of antibacterial uh, properties effects or... and properties. Okay. Um, so they generally help you stay healthy yeah. and help you stay energized. Yeah. And um, I, I, I do want to come back and do, you know, you know, my, I'm going to put my legal hat on for two seconds. I do want to come back and I always do this, but I think it's important. We're not making any medical claims. Right. Um, we are talking Absolutely. about, um, uh, what uh, from personal experience um, that uh, John has, and and from uh, and I've been a patient, you know, I, guys, right. I've been a, I've been a patient in Maryland for five six years. Yeah, uh, and anecdotal, and you you hear this, and we and we know that there are studies that support these anecdotal what we, what were anecdotal findings. We now know that we have research that's begun uh, in you know. For example, California has been legal for what since the eighties to some extent, yeah. medicinal perhaps. Yeah, I think so. I could be, maybe I'm wrong on uh, that. But I, I'm not we, sure on yeah. the numbers. But well, we yeah. got you know, Col so we now have, of course, Colorado, um, and we now have so many states with 38 or 39 states having some some uh, some legal program. We now have good research studies, studies that that meet the the criteria of a study. <laughs> sure. Yep. Um, whether that's to be like a blind study or, or whatever, but that has participants. And so I think that's the, the great thing. Um, so I just always want to make sure that everybody, we're, we're clear, we're not making claims here, but we do know that now we have research that's starting to support um, what people themselves have been finding for, like you said, hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. And a lot of that research goes into the science behind cannabis extraction. Yeah. And the extracted medicinal products that you're going to find on the market now. Um, you know, a lot of extracts that you find aren't full spectrum extracts. A lot of the vape cartridges that you mm -hmm. would find on the medicinal market, they're generally a THC distillate. Um, you know, basically they, they would take a plant and pull all of the THC out of the plant. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't use the natural terpene structure in that. They would only just pull the THC. Is that um, what you mean by not a full spectrum? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. You're, you're only pulling certain cannabinoids and you're eliminating the rest. And, you know, lab extraction techs would take that and they would add their own terpene mixture uh, mm -hmm. so that we can kind of blend and make medicine towards a certain set of medicinal 
applications. Um, so you end up seeing that a lot in your in your extracted products, the vape cartridges, a lot of the tinctures, a lot of the topicals that you're going to get. You know, a lot of these are THC extract extracts or CBD extracts that are, you know, distilled, and you only have this one piece, and then we add terpenes and add other medicinal. Um, products to that formulation. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that a little more. So what, what, uh, what sort of products could someone expect to see in, uh, in the medicinal uh, market? So of course, we've got flour, right? And that's, it's my favorite. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the actual bud. That's the uh, plant, the plant itself. And it's most natural would you would i guess in in my in my in my opinion i would say or in my words i would say uh that you know it's it's in its most natural state absolutely you know that is well i guess almost you know if you put a if you put a cannabis plant out in the field it's going to grow one way and the way we grow it in the medicinal field and in professional cannabis is it really maximizes the production of the cannabinoids and the terpenes in the plant. Sure. Um, so some would argue that, you know, indoor growing has has more mechanical feel to it. Um, but, again, that's only to maximize the the best parts of the plant. That's right. And to utilize the best parts of those plants. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would say that there's nothing about an indoor grow that would have a negative impact whatsoever no, on, on a cannabis plant. In right. fact, it just allows you to control the environment in such a way that, uh, like you just said, that, you know, improves on that plant's already great parts. Absolutely. Um, so absolutely. And it allows us to test the way we want. You know, That's right. The, the That's way right. plants were grown 30 years ago didn't allow us to isolate these can- these cannabinoids. It didn't allow us. To, we didn't know that the bud was the best part of the plant. Right. It was just all thrown in a grinder and <laughs> used it however you saw fit. Right. Yeah, no, that's that's a great point. Like I can't even imagine now. Which this third wind, but uh, but yeah, that's 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 a great point. And so, so we've got flour, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, and you can create things with, with flour, like pre rolls and, sure. and things like that. Um, and so there's a line of natural extracts that you can do. You can make bubble hash. You can make rosin. Okay. And bubble hash, you know, it it doesn't require any kind of a. Um, any kind of an extraction agent like ethanol or hydrocarbon or butane. Right. You know, you just kind of dip it in ice water and you pull all those crystals off. Yeah. And that's a product that you can put in all kinds of foods. Sure. Um, you know, the uh, I think the most common extraction process on the market now is hydro, hydrocarbon or mm-hmm. ethanol extractions. Yep. It uses, uh, you know, a mixture of gas to pull those cannabinoids and terpenes out of the plant. Um, and it basically creates what we call crude oil right, in, that's in right. the industry. And it's just, you know, the basic extract from the plant. After that, there's a bunch of different ways that you can filter and process the to product. Further, to make it to an even to, more pure to, distillate correct, type product. Yeah. And to take the, the ethanol leftovers out. Right. Um, but some of the best extracts uh, in cannabis are made through this process. You take the crude oil and then you do a... F- further process um some plants might produce diamonds Mm -hmm. in sauce some plants might produce a waxy substance uh some would produce sugars that you know that just 
kind of crystallize the THC and infuse it with the terpenes. Um, uh, Most of the stuff that you would get in a vape cartridge or in a tincture or uh, a topical, you know, that would be a formulation that uses distillate, which is just a further step in the extraction process. You take that crude oil and then you distill it. Even further, uh, to be even purer. Correct. Yeah. And then you take that THC out and you add terpenes to it and you add some kind of a sauce that makes it okay to vaporize. Sure. Um, I'm not a scientist. I, I, my, my extraction experience is, uh, you know, is at a lower level than most industry standards, but I have been around it for a long sure. time and I've been working sure. in the processes. But. And I think it's important. So for, uh, in, in Mississippi's market, we have, um, we have THC levels, um, that are, are minimum or maximum levels. That Craziness. We can, yes, it is craziness. And I think it's important to note that, uh, that it's, that, uh, Therein lies one of the biggest challenges about creating products is is meeting those those maximum percentages, Absolutely. right? And there I mean, are some extracts that just will not make it to the Mississippi market due to that standard. Yeah, you know the the high end diamonds and softs, the wax, shatter, batters, yeah. butters, sugars. Yeah. Most of these reach a THC level of over sixty percent, right? Uh, because they're based around pain management, right? And you right. need THC in order to do pain, pain management. management, right? Um, and unfortunately that's, that's something that needs to evolve in yeah. order to touch that part of the sure. medicinal industry. Sure. Yeah. Well, and that's interesting, um, you know, because it is, uh, it does, but, but I, I just, I also wanted to, to just talk about how, or just show how, um, how intricate that process really is that, you know, when you have, you have to meet those percentages. So it's not, it's like, you know, it's not like if, if somebody said you, you can produce a 90%. You can bring, mm-hmm. well. That's easy. Sure, it's easy. Now I yep. may have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go through several processes to reach that. Sure, but it's gonna be easy. I know how to get there. I know where I'm going. The tricky part is when they come down and say, mm, like we have in Mississippi, you can create sixty percent. Right now, I've got to figure out how to produce that, and it's it's doable. It's doable. Right. It's I, doable. I mean, I even think I would say even step farther than some of the products that you said may not make it here because of those potency levels are just in the. For example, diamonds. It just simply has a higher potency level. Sure. Um. But I think, of course, like everything else, smart people, creative uh, scientists, doctors, people will figure out how to create um, perhaps even better products that we sure. don't get there. Um, perhaps that le- those levels evolve. And um, but, you know, uh, again, I, th- I think it's important to show that there's there is so much science behind it. Absolutely. It's not just. Uh, you know, it's not just that. And we, we got to take a break. I'm going over once again. Uh, we'll be right fault. back. You can blame it on John. This is uh, Grow Your Note, and we'll be right back. Grow Your Note. We are going to land the plane. We've uh, just got a, a couple seconds. I just wanted to say um, you can always find us at www. I forgot where you could find us. Kelly'sGreen.org. Uh, I want to thank John with the Kelly's Green team for being here with us today. Thanks, John. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks you're, for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, just with all your wealth of knowledge. And I want to remind everybody to get your patient card. Get your patient card. Get your patient card. And uh, Hey, get your patient card. <laughs> absolutely. And get your work permit if you're ready to work in the industry. 
Uh, we will see you next week. And you can always find our, our uh, podcast on ClayEdwardShow.com. Awesome. Fantastic. Um, everybody have a great week. And uh, we are, well, we'll be here next week with Grow Your Know, brought to you by Kelly's Green. And um, have a fantastic week, everybody. Don't get your med card. Get your med card. Peace. <laughs>